Welcome to the podcast, Tea Time with Dr. Sietni Chong, bridging ancient wisdom with a modern approach for women's body, mind, and spirit. And now your host, Dr. Sietni Chong. And today I have a special tea because it's Tea Time with Sietni. When we have tea time, we always start with a little tea. As you can see, I have a nice hat going on here. I wore this maybe a few years ago at one of the local uh, head party here uh, with the tea party. I have a nice glass here with a little bit of butterfly. And I have tea here, if you can see, it's actually a combination of Vitex and also raspberry. So Vitex and raspberry tea uh, is what I'm drinking today. So it's a very flowery, very subtle and soothing. This is really good for female reproductive organ system, which we will talk about today also. This tea helps to tone and also strengthen the female reproductive system. And there are many ways we can strengthen our organs, our uterus, and our ovaries. And as we go through the lifespan of having, you know, from 12 years old when we first have our period to menopause and to 70s and 80s, we want to make sure that we strengthen our female reproductive health no matter where or what stage we are in our age. So let's get started. Today's topic, toning and strengthening the female reproductive health system. For centuries, you know, women have used herbs to take care of their hormonal system. Generations of grandmother and mothers from a lot of ancient cultures have passed on wisdom and knowledge of herbal combinations to regulate period, ease pain, and help with the process of childbirth, and to ease menopause. Yes, so make your tea and come over if you are still uh, waiting. And then also I want to say hello to those that who are just joining me here and make sure that you can hear me. And I know that sometimes the sound can be a problem, so we want to make sure that we take care of that before we start. Today's topic uh, we have, it's toning and strengthening the female reproductive organs. Okay, so as we know, this wisdom of herbs has been used for many generations for ancient cultures that passed down. How to, what to do during uh, adolescence from 12 years old, 21 years old, in your 30s, in your 40s, and 50s, and so forth. And you know, bioscience has now identified ingredients in certain herbs called plant steroids, which support hormonal functions. And these herbs have similar properties to our own hormones. In Western herbalism and also Chinese herbalism, we use herbs for balancing and to tone and to support the female reproductive system through its full cycle changes. In Chinese medicine, because this is my expertise as a Chinese medicine doctor, we use herbs for many of the women's cycle to support pregnancy and also for postnatal care. So let's look at the female reproductive organs. The female reproductive organs, as we know, consist of the ovaries, the fallopian tubes, the uterus, and the breasts. So there are many hormones that are produced here, as we know. The ovaries, which are the two organs each, it is a size of a small nut and made up of a large number of small sacs called the follicles, each one containing an ovum. The ovaries release an egg approximately every 28 days during a woman's reproductive cycle and produce also the hormone estrogen and progesterone. The two hormones control changes during the menstrual cycle. 
The fallopian tube, as you can see, uh, which are the two that comes out on the side here, this connects the ovaries to the womb. And the uterus or womb, which is a pear shape and fits inside the pelvis between the bladder and the rectum. And the lower part of the womb, the cervix, fits inside the vagina. The wall of the uterus is about 1 inch or about 2.5 centimeter thick and is lined with a special membrane called endometrium. Now, if you have gone through this in high school in biology, consider this a refresher. So the endometrium thickens every month. Then every 28 days or so, discharge as a menstruation or period if the egg is unfertilized. The breast consists of fatty fibrous tissue. They store milk and also to feed the baby. And the menstrual cycle is linked also to the moon. So most women bleed approximately about 13 times a year. So one three, that's 13 times per year in line with the lunar phase. If you calculate that from the age of 12 to 50 years old, not 12 to 50 years old, that's about 494 bleeding months. And that's a lot. This cycle starts on the first day of bleeding. And by days 14 and 16, the lining of the womb is thickened and an egg has been released. So if the egg is not fertilized, then the lining of the womb will degenerate and be lost as the menstrual flow or period. So one of the best ways to take care of this cycle is doing massage. Massaging on the abdomen and taking baths or soaking with warm water is very, very good for the womb. As we age in later years, the frequency of menstruation slows down and hormonal changes take place until it stops. So this change, as we know, is called menopause. So the changes during this time can cause symptoms of like mood swings, night sweats, hot flashes, and uh, some other more major symptoms. And of course, herbs and self-abdominal massage can help with a lot of these changes as well. Let's look at type of herbs to help with female reproduction. So we have first astringent herbs. So astringent herbs help to reduce or stop excess bleeding during the period. In Western herbalism, we use yarrow or nettle leaves, which are very good during this time to reduce and stop excess bleeding. And in Chinese medicine, we do a combination of sanzuyi, which is an Asian cornelian cherry fruit. And next, we want to look at antispasmodic. So how does antispasmodic herbs help. They help ease the period cramps. And in Western herbalism, you have lavender and chamomile and cram bark. And you can do a few drops of either of this oil for abdominal massage and also drink like chamomile and lavender for tea as well. In Chinese herbal medicine, we use licorice root in combination with other herbs. So licorice root with tangkui can also help to calm down spasm. So we always use them in combination for safety. Next one we want to look at is, so this is a long word called emanagogues. So this is actually help to initiate flow or help to actually push the flow when there is a scanty period or an absence of period. So emanagogues, you make sure you're not pregnant before using these herbs. They are very strong moving and they are blood moving. 
So the action here is to push when you uh, have scanty period or period that wants to come but it does not want to come. So the action here is to push and then also to start a period. Of course, herbs we have here are like more stronger herbs like cinnamon and ginger. And they are mostly that you can find in your pantry. So use, especially the cinnamon is small amount because a big quantity of cinnamon is toxic. So I recommend usually about one fourth of a teaspoon for cinnamon to start with. And for ginger, you can use in a big amount. It's safe, like two to three centimeter, cut it up, crush and boil it in the water. Next one, we want to look at herbs called hormone regulators. So hormone regulators here help to balance the female sex hormones for estrogen and progesterone. Examples are Echnus cactus and sage. These are two Western uh, herbs that can help with regulating the hormones. In Chinese medicine, we have Bai Shao or white peony root. Also goji berry helps to build the blood and nourishes the endocrine system. So we know from last episode, Tang Kui is a phytoestrogen-rich herbs to help with regulating the estrogen hormone receptor. So it helps the receptor to produce more of the estrogen. And the next one we have is also called Chinese wild yam or shan yao. This helps to increase the progesterone level. So next one we will look at is nerve tonics. Nerve tonics are herbs to calm stress and also mood swings. So we have here like lemon balm and St. John's wort. And in Chinese medicine, we use renshen or Chinese ginseng to calm the nervous system. Another one that is really good, I always use in combination, is Hersh or Wu. It's a kind of adaptogens to calm stress and also increase immunity. Next, we have the tonics for the uterus. So uterine tonics. This tone and strengthen the reproductive organs and their functions. So like I have here, it's a combination of raspberry tea. This is one tea that you can use and buy to drink. And also ladies' menthol is another one that is quite useful as well and you can find them. In Chinese medicine, we use Tang Kui again. That's the number one herb for us for women's health. It's good for also low vitality and also fatigue. And of course, another one that I also added in here as my tea, besides the uh, raspberry tea, is Vitex. Vitex is good for toning and strengthening and also normalizing activity of the uterus. We do use toning and strengthening herbs, mostly in postnatal or after delivery of a baby. This prevents weakening of the muscle after delivery. But overall, we can do strengthening and toning herbs and make them like a tea after a period as well. And we drink them throughout the life cycle of a woman's life. So how do we help female reproductive problems that is common? So we have herbs, astringent, helps to slow down or reduce uh, too much of bleeding. We have antispasmodic, if there's a spasm. We have amenagogues, amenagogues uh, help to actually uh, strong enough to push, of course, push out. And then we have hormone regulators to work on the receptors of estrogen and also progesterone. And then we have nerve tonics. And then also we have tonics, which strengthens and tone the reproductive organs. So one, two, three, four, five, six. Some of the herbs that I recommend you try. 
different types of it during your cycle or during your phase that so you can try some of this. So you can use a variety of herbal mats to help with the reproductive organs. Firstly, as I mentioned earlier, massaging with oils into the abdomen. And then of course, uh, drinking tea, taking tincture. And uh, I like capsules as well. Those are easy to take and also quite easy to carry with you. Also in diet-wise, of course, fresh fruits and vegetables. Lots of fresh fruits, vegetables, beans and whole grains along with drinking herbal infusions and plenty of water. So all these methods ensure good nutrient supply to the pelvic area via good circulation and also we help with good elimination. Especially good right now during this time when we are sheltered at home is uh, we are sitting a lot. We are doing uh, Zoom for work or for school and we are, you know, sitting more. So I would suggest um, doing some movement to help with circulation. Also in terms of herbal supplement or taking vitamin E and also evening primrose oil taken over let's say three months can help to balance the cycle and reduce menstrual discomfort. And I like to talk about PMS symptoms because that's part and parcel of the women's cycle. And of course PMS symptoms usually come later during the menstrual cycle and we have numerous mood swings or other symptoms like bloating, headache and weight increase. So taking a tincture of like Echna cactus will be very helpful. I suggest doing a, like a 15 drops in water upon waking up in the morning and also for a long period of time for like three to six months and you can see a significant improve in the symptoms. Of course, herbs are slow acting. They can take up to 25 days to become effective unlike medication, which is uh, very fast. Uh, but herbs are not like drugs. So you need to take time to have it built in the system for it to work. But it's natural and you can use it safely in a standard, in a good dosage. So drinking also infusion of uh, ladies' menthol and calendula help as well during this time for PMS symptoms. And for diet, I would suggest adding like dandelion, watercress, also Chinese chives to cleanse the liver during the last week before your period. Now, when we look at irregular period, this is a sign of hormonal imbalance causing erratic rhythm. And, uh, you know, you have very in the amount of flow. This could also cause problems with like a start and stop period or not having period for 60 days or 90 days and then suddenly have your flow. These are all erratic rhythm. So we want to make sure that when we have a period is always within the same amount of time, whether it's 28 days or 30 days, but every month is the same. So when you have erratic rhythm, means a hormonal imbalance, number one, and this could be due to many reasons. Thyroid dysfunction is one of them, and lifestyle factors is one of them as well. So you know, any changes in the rhythm, always talk to your OBGYN or your physician, especially if your period starts and stops suddenly without any reason and you're not pregnant. So next we look at painful periods. So there are two types of painful periods. Painful periods are number one is intense cramp beginning uh, with the onset of the period and lasts for about 48 hours and followed by heavy bright red flow. The second type of pain is a dull pain starts two to three days before the period and the flow is dark and heavy with clotting. So this pain is caused by poor circulation in the pelvic area as well as high prostaglandins 
which is a hormone-like substance causing contractions in the muscle fiber. For this, I suggest taking evening primrose oil for about six months to balance the prostaglandin's formation. Also helpful is infusion of equal parts of yarrow, rosemary, and ladies' menthol taken twice a day for about two to three months. So these are the natural ways to go about it. In Chinese medicine, we also use herbs called yan hu suo, which is a corridalis. Corridalis for this type of pain to help with circulation mostly and to reduce any cramping of the muscle. Now, if the feeling is tense and you feel exhausted, then use calming herbs like lemon balm infusion and also tang kui, of course. And like I mentioned earlier, massage oil. Uh, you can use a mixture of flower oil like rose or sweet marjoram leaves to massage abdomen every evening during the last week of your cycle as your period begins. So especially for teenager girls that are starting to have their period, it's good to have to start having good habits. Good habits means to really take care of your period. So by the time you get into your 20s, when your hormone change in your 20s, you don't get the period pain and the headache and all the drastic symptoms that comes in during those days. And then from your 20s to 30s, also do the same too. So taking care of period is not just in a one-time thing, it's a lifetime thing because this is our reproductive organ. The health of female reproduction is our mental health. Every month, if you have pain and cramps and mood swings, imagine how many times you're going to have it throughout your life. So take heart, okay? Okay, lastly, we look at menopausal symptoms. This includes uh, symptoms such as headache, hot flashes, and mood swings, sometimes palpitation, insomnia, and low libido, which are all due to lower hormonal levels, yeah? Hormonal like estrogen and also progesterone. Herbs with estrogen-like properties like agnus cactus, tangkui, shanya, which is the Chinese wild yam, taken as tincture or capsule, Capsules in combination is very helpful. Also, clary sage and fennel can be used as infusion to be as tea. And uh, yarrow as well, yarrow infusion with baisha, which is the white peony root, can help with night sweats and hot flashes by helping to control circulation. So these are all some suggestions of herbs that I have used in my clinic and also some that I use currently in the Western herbal combination. Always discuss the use of herbs with your practitioner, whether it's Chinese medicine herbs or your naturopath. So hopefully this is helpful for you today. So we have covered today the female reproductive organs, the type of herbs to help female reproduction, and tips of helping each one of phase of a woman's life. And I hope you enjoyed today's series. And please go make some tea, enjoy, and I'll catch you next time. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed it, please show us some love by rating, reviewing, and subscribing to our podcast. You can also join our Facebook group, Tea Time with Dr. Sietni Chong, and find us at www.sietnichong.com.